0: dun 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 Bing. What's up, everybody? Everyone having a, g- a good one? You having a good one? Me, not so bad. I'm living it. Oh, I'll tell you what, though. I'm getting to the point of my being an old person where other people's beds are fucking me up. Like, I went and visited my dad last week, and he has a pull-out couch. I slept. I mean, right there. Right there. Why don't you just go ahead? And fucking flare up the sciatica. Let's just fuck up the scoliosis down there, baby. Modern science is so extremely advanced. We're talking particle physics. But you can't figure out the fucking pull-out bed? Really? You're telling me that we understand quantum mechanics, but we can't figure out a fucking pull-out bed? We can make a meatball out of extinct woolly mammoth meat, but you can't figure out a pull-out bed? I'll tell you what, scientists. Some of your dad should have pulled out. Yeah, that's what I think. Some of your dad should have pulled out before making you, because you can't figure out how to make a pullout bed. What the fuck? It's so painful. And now my back hurts. So there. So that's what's happening. There's nothing I can do about it. Just old now, which is disappointing. But you know, it just is what it is. And I'm an old person now, and I just like part of my multivitamin is fucking Advil, because everything hurts all the time. Physically, yes. Emotionally, yes. They need. Advil for emotional pain Oh they do It's called Xanax I guess <laughs> Or weed Or alcohol That's what it is Alcohol That should be the next alcohol slogan campaign Alcohol For when you're emotionally in pain Do you take Advil when your body hurts Well let me suggest alcohol For when your emotions hurt Let's call the brand eye. Let's color up Sup. What's up? What's up? How you doing?
1: Um, fine. Yeah? Yeah, you
0: know. Just fine?
1: Yeah, just same shit, different week, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. What about you? I'm doing great, other than I slept on a pull-out bed recently, and then an Airbnb bed, and then I fucked my back up. Mm. So, you know. It's always yeah. something with this back.
1: Yeah, you need to get that figured out maybe. I
0: don't know how to do that. How do, how do mm. I get that figured out? I think I need to stretch more.
1: That sounds like a great idea.
0: Do you stretch every day?
1: No, but I really should. And I really, I love stretching more than anything. And I've, I really need to do it more.
0: Yeah, I've got like a to-do list that I, you know, I knock off every day. And it's like, you know, I need to work out. I need to, you know, sit in the sauna. I'd uh, try to meditate do some breath work now i Can need you to stretch
1: in the sauna
0: no it's, my sauna's not big enough for that i need to do that anyways but it's just like one more thing it's you're just all, i'm just adding on things to my life whereas in my 20s i just fucking thrived <laughs> Yeah, well. You know, I lived off well, ramen and just pure testosterone. And now it's green juice and fucking multivitamins, and I don't like that. I don't like where where I've gone to. I want to go back. Do you? I don't know, not really. I mean, I wish I, there are some things I wish I had from back then. And it's yeah, only going to get worse, you know? Mm, yeah. It's really going to get worse. But here we Getting are.
1: Getting old is just not it, you know. It's not
0: it's not it. But I've had quite the past couple like like the last oh. week has been oh? quite great really and it's only getting better what's going on well last episode we I was up in uh, a Monterey Carmel area yeah because I went and played Cypress Point <laughs> Golf Club it is i would say one of the top 2 most exclusive golf clubs in the country
1: Oh, brother.
0: So there's Augusta and there's Cyprus. They're kind of neck and neck. I never played it before. And I got to play it and it really lived up to everything that I hoped for and more. And I highly recommend trying to get your ass out there. It's very hard to get on because there's not a lot of members. But if you ever can do it, highly recommend it if you're a golf person. Very, very cool. I got to play, played my brother and we played a match and it came down to 18. So it was exciting for everybody and I won, which was nice. Yeah, so there we go on that. Wow. Had an absolutely fantastic time. Beautiful weather. 15, 16, 17. What amazing holes. Yada, yada, yada. No one really gives a shit. And then we came back. We went to Joshua Tree.
1: Ooh, that's right. You got to go to Pappy and Harriet's, right?
0: Yep. We went to Pappy and Harriet's, to pioneer town. And let me just say this. If you guys ever have a chance to come to California or, more specifically, Southern California, make a little sojourn, if you will, a little day trip or a couple day trip to Joshua Tree. It is so fun. We had the most amazing time. We got a cool little Airbnb. We went to go see a show at Pappy Inheritance. We went and saw my buddy uh, Raylan Baxter and Liz Cooper, old school Nashville names, were playing over there at Pappy Inheritance. It was absolutely packed. The drinks were flowing. So we went and saw the show, that was so much fun, got wasty faced and then woke up the next morning, I was hung like a donkey, okay, well, very, very hung. And you know what I did, I said, guys, sit tight. Your knight in shining armor, your culinary warrior is on the case, and I drove over to Vaughn's, and I got all the fixings for Eggs Benny, and I, saw I, b- this. And I brought it back to the house, And your boy cooked up an amazing brunch. I got a bunch of uh, champagne and orange juice. We have mimosas. Wow. Uh, I made eggs benny, and I brought some caviar because your boy is fancy. Uh, Oh. Dollop that on top there. Everyone, so this is the thing. Everyone's always in the DMs when I make eggs benny. How do you poach eggs? What is a secret to poaching eggs? Poaching eggs is the easiest fucking thing in the world. It's like one trick that no one knows. And once you know this trick, it becomes so easy. Are you going to tell us? Yes. So people stop asking me this question. All you have to do is add vinegar to your water. If ah. you put vinegar in your water, it congeals the eggs. Like everyone's like, you need to do the, do the spiral technique so the eggs spin around and they they conform. good. No, you don't need to do that shit. You get some vinegar, you put that in there, plop your eggs in there, get a slotted spoon, pull it out, touch it. When you touch the yolk and it's you can tell it's like jammy in I there
1: I don't like this gesture
0: once you do that then you put it on a little little bit of napkin you dry it off and then you're good to go and then also the other thing making hollandaise sauce guys yes it's very very delicate because you can you can break the sauce or you can put too hot of uh, of butter into the yolk sauce and it, and it could it can almost cook it here's my secret to that go to the aisle where they have different sauce packets Aju sauce packets or gravy sauce packets or Bernays sauce packets. There's also one for hollandaise. Grab that. I know it's kind of cheating, but no one knows. And you can't fuck it up. You throw that in a little little saucepan with some milk and some butter. You whisk that up. Let it heat up, and boy, oh, boy, do you have perfect bernays or perfect hollandaise sauce. And that's all you—and then, you know, get Canadian bacon and some English muffins. And you've taken what everyone could, it thinks is the most difficult fucking meal to make, which is eggs banni, and you've done it. Huh. And you look like a king. Huh. So anyways, I did that, and that was amazing and very, very good. And then we went to—is it Red Dog Saloon?
1: Oh, I think so.
0: In Pioneer Town. Like like across the way from Pappy and Harriet's is this old saloon that has the most fire fucking tacos you've ever had in your entire really? life, dude. The beef tacos, just get those. Like, don't get the ching the chicken chicken tinga. Don't fuck with that. Just get the beef ones. Uh, the salsa and guac is really good. Also the uh, the quesadilla is great because it's Mm. like a quesadilla and then they put more cheese on it and then they you know like they fry the cheese on the it's yum that sounds great so we did that we we got some drinks got some delicious drinks we all dressed up like cowboys I got to look for you I went full cowboy
1: is this gonna make it to Instagram
0: yeah but here's the thing Sarah took all the pictures of me Mm -hmm. and she's not releasing them
1: ooh why not
0: I think she's I think this is gonna she's gonna like you know She's like waiting for a birthday to post that, you ah. know. But I'm like, I need that content. We need them now. I know. Anyways, so we did that. That was amazing. Then we went home. We watched some basketball. And then, you know, we went full desert life. We went on a little bit of a walk. Cute. We got all turned up. Then we drove back yesterday and it was lovely. I highly recommend Joshua Tree.
1: Yeah. Very awesome. Love that for you.
0: Thank you. You've been there, right? I have. Mm. It's
1: lovely. Great vintage shopping. Yes, if you're into that, um, they've always got like what's the little flea market that's at the gas station there all the time. Mm. Great spot to get vintage tees, leather jackets, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, at Red Dog Saloon there was this a group of people. Like, one guy was in, in like, very tight jeans, and then he was wearing a bomber jacket, but that was it, like, no shirt underneath, and then the huh. then, and then there was a girl there with a very cool hat. I was pretty sure they were in a band of some sort, and I just wanted to be friends with them. I'm, they were, like, either in Houndmouth or, like, Jamestown Revival, a band that, like, I want to be friends with these people, and I didn't have the guts to go up there. And, oh, uh, why not? I don't know, you know. I wasn't so comfortable in my, uh, in my new boot goofing outfit, but... Mm see. But also, I, I I dusted off some cowboy boots that I hadn't worn since since my Nashville days. And I, I say, I get it. I get why all you Southerners are wearing cowboy boots. Your boy's getting like three extra inches. I'm over here. As, I'm an Adonis. I'm a giant over here in cowboy boots. I'm looking down on everybody. No kidding. Everyone's wearing cowboy boots. They are heels for men.
1: They are. That is hilarious.
0: We were just living in the desert, man. Doing it up. We were just doing it, doing it up. Wow. Yeah.
1: I'm jealous. Sounds fun.
0: It was so much fun. And then it only gets better.
1: Oh. Did Uh, you see an alien?
0: No. Oh, man. I know.
1: That's where I hoped this was going. Um, I feel like that's alien territory out there.
0: For sure. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And then I'm, I'm drinking out of my master's cup right now because Sarah and I are going to the master's. In the, the week. The must. So, us. next time you hear my voice, I'm going to have a full recap on something that no one cares about, which is a tradition right? unlike any other the Masters.
1: Great. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. You know, I'll be on the edge of my seat.
0: Yeah. So, edge
1: of my seat.
0: Um, should we start the show or.
1: I think we should start the show. Yeah.
0: Well, go for it.
1: Bros mm-hmm. and hoes. Yes. Yeah. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells
0: and Brandy.
1: and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back.
0: That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code favorite at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code favorite thing. Did you watch all of the Bachelor stuff? Yeah, I did. Thoughts?
1: I mean, obviously we knew he was picking Katie. Yeah. That's number one. And from what I gather from just tidbits I get on TikTok, Gabby also knew he was picking Katie.
0: Yeah. Well, Um, there's that one scene when when she arrives there and she like steps out into mud and she's like, you need to make sure that Katie. And so you know that the first person there is the one that's getting dumped, you know? Right. Yeah. So she knew that Katie was coming later, right?
1: I think the last rose ceremony where he had just like spilled the frickin tea about how they had sex and he wasn't even looking at her, yeah. you know, and was like, sp- I think she that's when she really knew, I think. Yeah. Um, And so I think from then on, she probably was like, you know, for, from what I've seen on TikTok or whatever, she's done a couple interviews where she says that she stayed so that Katie didn't feel like she was just the like automatic choice. Yeah. Right which that may that there may be a part of her that did do that. But I also think there was a part of her that was holding on to like one last shred of hope that it was maybe her. Yeah. But I think like she probably just knew. And so, yeah, I mean, getting out in the mud or whatever, she made that comment. And like, at first I was like, I'm a little surprised they left this in the show. Yeah. Um, But also it's juicy. Yeah. And so that's obviously why they left it in, but it's definitely like, riding the line of like, should they have left that in there? I don't know.
0: Yeah, it was in- interesting to keep in there. It's a funny line because it comes across a little bitchy. Mm-hmm. Like, she, you can tell she's... Anno- I would be annoyed too if I was in, in like nice, like Jimmy Choo's or something and I'm, they mm-hmm. fucking sh- stop in front of a mud pit. And I'm like, dude. So it comes across as a little like, you can't... Why would you do this? But then when you look at it, you're like, oh, she's being like so selfless because she knows the other girl's going to be coming and wants to make sure that like... That moment doesn't happen for her. It was a weird thing, a mean edit and a nice edit at the same time.
1: Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. So i I just feel like if she had zero hope that he might pick her, I really just can't imagine her like walking out there and letting him start talking and going through all that if she really fucking knew that it wasn't her. You know what I mean? Like without a doubt. So yeah. I do think there was a little bit of like a tiny shred of hope that like maybe I'm wrong and maybe he's going to pick me.
0: Yeah. Or maybe it's like, We really need you to go out there so it doesn't look like a Katie was just the only one left. Because we we've had think, that the past couple seasons. Do you
1: think producers told her that?
0: I don't know. I
1: I would be like, fuck you in your show. I know. I'm not the, gonna embarrass myself.
0: I kinda wanted her like when so when she gets dumped and she's like, just stop, just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. Which I was like, Good for you, man. You don't yeah. fucking need that. Agree. I I so badly want someone to be like, I don't need you to walk me home either. Like, walk me to the I car. Know. Can I walk you out? But no, you can't. Just fucking go away. You just dump me. I don't need you to, like, I'm not going to get mugged on the way from.
1: Yeah. And he's like, there was like an awkward moment where he was like, do I open the door for her? Do I
0: not? Like- oh, yeah. She was like, fuck, I'm not going to open the door for you, you know? I
1: was like, just buddy, just like quit while you're behind. This I is know. This is not good.
0: There's a part of me that wonders if Ariel was someone he liked more. Ariel whatever, Ariel, um, look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? I wonder if he liked her more and getting rid of her the week before is a way to be like, it's an easier decision for me to make with Katie. Yeah. You know, like I I want-
1: I could see that.
0: Totally, I can see that too. But then I think, wow, it's so fucked up because the other one you fucked is the one that you you weren't into. I know. I was thinking about it. Gabby's super sweet, very beautiful, but she's obviously very insecure. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And there are a lot of guys out there who prey on women who are insecure. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you go to the bar and you look for the one who's... You can tell is insecure and you're like, this is going to be an easy chick for me to take down. Mm -hmm. I knew guys like that and stuff. And there's a little bit of that, like this like wounded bird thing. And I'm not so surprised... That it went down that way, but then also, people who are insecure tend to give more of themselves than they should because of their insecurity. So I'm not saying it's fully, fully like um, Zach's fault or whatnot, but I was just thinking about like the, the psychology of like what went down and how it went down. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah, is that bad to say?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I feel like she's she's been outspoken about the fact that she's insecure um yeah and has insecurities and struggles with that um so i think that's a fair assessment and i i respect the fact that she's that self-aware and and you know and like okay to talk about that i think that's very cool of her so i think that's fair to say
0: i just feel bad because she is like a, such a wear a heart on your sleeve person who's got issues and this is this wasn't going to be something that's going to help her like mm-hmm. this is going to cause some more trauma for her down the road yeah so I know. Oh man, but yeah. it, was, it was a great season.
1: Yeah, it was. I don't know that she will go, but I would love for her to go to paradise yeah. and like get redemption and meet some hotties. And, yeah. You know.
0: If she does go, and I'm down there slinging drinks, I need to set up a yeah. meeting with her to be like, "All right, we need to make sure that you're the one in power here. Mm-hmm. You need to know your worth here and." Let me take you under my wing and make sure you yes. aren't with the douchers. Exactly. Yeah. I'm rooting for her. And now they're on a charity. They're just already filming charity. Crazy. Craziness. And we'll see how that goes. I saw the first night they brought Brian and the brother and they're doing Undercover, Undercover Brother. And that's, I was like, that's, a, that's such a good bit. Way to go. Bit. Yeah, Love it.
1: It is. What's the tea on like Mike Fleiss stepped down? Like everyone's yeah. got things to say about that. Do you have anything to say about that?
0: I don't really. Do, do you, you think wanna- the
1: show's going to change dramatically or no?
0: No. I don't. Got it. I think I'm like not ready to speak about it. I do have a lo- th- lot of thoughts on it, but I'm not sure if I should speak on I probably should for like some mm-hmm. press about it. So, yeah, I have thoughts. I don't know if I'm ready to talk about them, but Okay. I don't right. think, I don't think the show will change a whole lot. I have a lot of fucking thoughts about it, but that well, I'm sure you do. <laughs> but maybe that's when I write my book.
1: Seriously. Yeah. You should write a book.
0: I know. I've got so much good shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you really should write
0: a book. I really do. Okay, is that enough batch for now? I think so. Speaking of batch, I'm going on Jason Tardik's podcast later today.
1: Oh, cute. I love Jason.
0: Trading secrets.
1: Do you have anything to, like, bring to that podcast?
0: That's exactly what I said. I said, Jason, (laughs) I'm totally down to help help and, you know, whatever. But, like, I'm not, like, a finance guy. Like, I'm not going to be able to give you any fucking tea on like what you should do with your NFTs or like you know mm-hmm. inflation sell buy sell crypto I, I <laughs> like I don't I'm, I was like dude I he's like no it's fine I'm like okay I don't have anything to talk to you about I've seen some of the clips that like people people go on there that they'll say like how much they make from like doing I'm not gonna tell you that that's no
1: yeah
0: so uh, it's gonna be the well, most good luck to you yeah it's going the most boring episode <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good luck to you.
0: Here's my financial suggestion to all you kids out there. Marry a rich woman. That's (laughs) my suggestion.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that's good.
0: Succession. Please tell me you're caught up.
1: I am not. I've been busy binging the new season of Love is Blind. Please tell me you've watched it.
0: I've watched a little bit of it, and and th- that one woman is just the worst person in the world.
1: It's so good, Wells. Like, you have to watch the whole—you have to catch up because it is the best season of this show they've ever yeah. had. It is so good. And
0: it's, it's two there's two girls, right? It's the blonde girl and the brunette girl who are just fucking terrible.
1: Yes. Well, yes, and it just gets so juicy. Like, yeah. I feel like this season they've really, like— Expedited the pod part of the show. Like, yeah. I feel like we didn't see as much of the pods, and now we're seeing more of the like in yeah. real life, and it's so much better that way. The pods get a little boring for me and monotonous. Um, man, it's so good. Everyone's like, first of all, the Irina is the dark haired girl. Yeah, man, she. What are you doing like what are you doing you don't like this guy at all it's written all over your face the minute you meet and you agree to go to Mexico and you're trying to stick it out for what like you clearly hate you clearly hate the guy yeah and I can't believe this guy has sat around Mexico and let her treat him this way when clearly he's thinking about bliss the whole time and knows he fucked up and should have picked bliss it's just insane um, and then you got Micah over here, this blonde chick, who, God, her guy is actually like kind of cute. I feel like
0: I think he's very handsome. We were yeah, we were he's watching. Very him.
1: nerdy, but for like, sure. He's very cute and like he's a scientist. That's hot. Yeah.
0: I think he's more handsome than she is pretty. Like oh, I th- way more. Yeah, I think way, that way more. He's out of her league.
1: I do think he could stand to do like a couple of like chest presses in the gym. That's no. my That was my only note there. Just a c- couple, you hey, know, but uh-
0: <laughs> I stand the skinny king. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. I mean, just, just, just a couple. Um, But he's adorable. And I, I do. I agree. I think he's, he's a little bit out of her league, but I think she thinks she's hot shit. I don't know. It's just very interesting that everyone's kind of going for somebody else, you know, once they get out of these pods and it's making for great television and it gets even better once they get back to Seattle, which you're probably not that far. It's getting juicy, but I will say like there are a lot of girls on this show I think they're making us look bad. Yeah. These chicks are making us look bad. I feel like most of the guys are very genuine, you know, quote unquote, they're for the right reasons from what I can tell good guys and that have ended up with these girls that I think just want to be on TV and think they're hot shit. I don't like it makes great television, but like, I don't love it for these dudes. And, you know, this is the only time I'll say this. I feel like the roles have has swapped here and the women, some of these women are trash.
0: Yeah. You know, you they're always treating t-
1: their men like trash. Yeah, always.
0: you talk about men being trash a lot on I this do. show because I do, you're but. working through some trauma and I understand that. But, <laughs> no,
1: I'm telling the truth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree with you, but I also think there's a two way street of there's a lot of trash ladies out there.
1: But they think they're hot shit. I know, and they're they not. Need a big fat, maybe they'll watch this back and get a big fat reality check. I don't know. But yeah, I just am like, man, guys, like, sweet, sweet Marshall. Over here, I don't know if you're this far into where Marshall and his woman are having issues in Seattle, but like, I could have told you from day one that that girl's a little bit of an emotional basket case, yeah. and Marshall is just so sweet. And spoiler, spoiler alert, if you if you you know care about that on this show, but you know they're getting to Seattle, and all of a sudden Jackie, his woman, is like, I guess off camera has said, I need you to be more aggressive in the bedroom, mm-hmm. and that's caused like this whole like chasm in their relationship and he's like I'm just not that person and it's just that classic tale of like girls that are so used to toxic relationships that that's what they want and that's what they crave and and like when this good guy that's willing to treat you great is like there in front of you like you don't want it because you want the talk. To- toxic shit you know and that's kind of what she's doing and it's just like oh sweet Marshall just this girl's a little out of his league but he is a cute guy and he's very sweet and I just feel like he deserves better but it's funny like I I wish this was like the um the perfect match show where you could go into the little uh the room and like and and like move everybody around and pair them with different people because I feel like a lot of these good dudes need to be paired with some of these good girls that I don't, I, I don't know. I just wish I could like help everybody out and be like, okay, no, you two need to be together and you two need to be together and you two. Brett and his woman. Mm-hmm. I'm blanking on her name. T- Tiffany, they are so fucking cute. First of all, fu- girl, get it. He is smoking hot, smoking hot, and she's amazing and so beautiful, and I just love them together. So far, no hiccups, but from what I see in the previews, it looks like their wedding day might have... Some tears. Mm. And if they don't end up together, I'm going to be very upset. Okay. Very upset. Yeah. It's great. If you haven't seen this new season of Love is Blind, highly recommend.
0: Jump on it. Well, I know that you aren't caught up, but I'm wearing my Succession Fuck Off shirt. I wondered what that
1: was. I like that shirt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing it for today because I thought we were going to get to talk about it. And you know what? I don't even care that you're not even caught up because I'm going to talk about it because it's okay, so- Okay,
1: can, can I unplug my ears? No,
0: and... you have to be involved in
1: this. No, 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 no. But I don't want you to ruin it.
0: I won't ruin anything. I'm just going to say- Don't
1: like, ruin I'm it. I'm
0: not going to ruin anything. Okay. So last year, last time, well, last time the show was out, I was like, I want Roman to be the one who takes over. I love his character. Karen Culkin's so freaking good. He is good. Um, like- Kendall annoys me. Shiv really annoys me. I actually like Connor. I feel bad for Connor. What?
1: No, I do not feel bad for Connor.
0: Why? He's, He's
1: like. an idiot.
0: He is, but I feel bad for him. No. But anyways, I want, Roman's the one who I'm like, I want him to be the guy. And then, you know, the kids do kind of throw this coup at the end of last season, in the beginning of the new one where they're, they're all banding together against their father, which I'm like, great. Either I want Roman to take over or I want Tom and Greg to take over. I mean, I love Tom and Greg. They're the best, dude. The Uh, fucking disgusting brothers, they're so fucking great. The sex tape. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, then he goes and tells fucking Brian Cox's character. Oh my god, so fucking funny. I think that, and I won't ruin anything, but I after this like last episode, I think that Roman does have a shot. You think? Now, yes, I do. I don't know the game that Logan's playing here. He's too smart. I know he's he's doing some things that are gonna fuck these kids over,
1: mm-hmm, for sure.
0: He's acting like he comes in like hat in hand apology stuff in this most recent episode, and you're like, mm, I don't, I'm not buying this. Uh, mm-hmm. Something's a little fishy here, Logan. And I love it. Like this whole show was predicated on like the fact that we thought Logan was gonna die,
1: and now he's just like won't die. I mean, they can't kill him. He he's the center of the show.
0: Oh, for sure. They were like, he, any day now, he's gonna fuck it out. Like, the whole last season, when he w- went out to the Guard guy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he was like almost passing out there, and you're like, Jesus, I think he's gonna die. Anyways, he's <laughs> not he's not gonna die not anytime soon. Anyways, the show's so great, and just That's catch good. up, please. I know. How many light.
1: episodes are out? One or two? two? Two, two.
0: And I know that you're not watching Ted Lasso, but it's so freaking good. And I'm not telling anybody anything they don't know, except you, I suppose. But Ted Lasso's so great. And they've got a new character that is so good, Zava. And I'm pretty sure it's based on Zoltan Ibervimic or whatever. He's a soccer player. And I think he now plays for the LA Galaxy. He comes to Richland to play. And he, he is so great addition to the team. And Jamie Tart's so upset about it. I freaking love this season, and I just can't wait for Ted to take down Nathan. It's going to be so good. Nate's going Nathan. down. How do you well, not watch the show?
1: I just didn't like it. You're crazy. I couldn't even get through season one. How many are there? I don't know. Three? Ugh.
0: Oh, by the way, in Joshua Tree, the girls wanted to play nothing but the soundtrack to J- Daisy Jones.
1: Oh, it's so good.
0: I know, but I heard- We
1: never we never talked about the ending. I've,
0: um I haven't watched it.
1: I know. You're not you don't watch it, so I haven't really um you know, talked a whole lot about the intricacies of it. I did chat about it. I'm sorry, we're stoned a little bit. Mm. But, oh my god, the ending is truly so good. I didn't read the book. Part of me now wants to go back and read it i'm sure it's very similar because everybody that did read the books loves the show so that usually means that they didn't stray too far from it um but from what i understand the ending is very different and i love what they did with the end of the show i feel like it made the whole thing because even though the show was wonderful you know you're kind of like okay well how does this end is this going to be like a little anticlimactic you know you can you you know they kind of foreshadow the whole time that the band breaks up you know after their first record and and that they don't go on so you're like all right well I already know that so like what's the loophole here and then the twist nice little twist at the end very good I don't cry so I didn't cry but you know I I got emotional yeah felt some feelings you know so that was nice but uh it is so good I've been listening to the soundtrack too rumor has it I don't know if it's true but rumor has it they might actually play some live shows which would be so sick so we'll see I hope they do I think that would be awesome and they would obviously sell out wherever they play because everyone's begging for it but great show if you haven't seen Daisy Jones and the Six on Amazon pff, one of the best shows I've seen in a and so time.
0: that's Elvis's granddaughter yeah Riley and then Finnick from Hunger nice. Games mm-hmm. he's a pretty good singer
1: He he's great and you know none like neither one of them had ever sang before like no experience whatsoever
0: out of tune baby crazy I know anyone can do it I guess not me yeah
1: Oh, I want you know what I want to start and mm. haven't it's a movie, not a show is Tetris. Terran oh, movie. I know
0: that looks so good. I also yeah. want to see air the Michael Jordan shoe store. That's story. not out yet. It's not, I think but everyone's fantasy. talking about it being just an absolutely amazing movie.
1: There's a lot of good stuff coming out, actually. Yeah. Extrapolations. OK. Have you heard of this? No. Great cast. Meryl Streep, Kit Harington, Sienna Miller.
0: Edward Norton.
1: Yeah. A huge cast.
0: Unanticipated stories of how the upcoming changes to our planet will affect love, faith, work, and family on a personal and human scale. Extrapolations on Apple TV.
1: Diane Lane's in it.
0: Kit Harrington.
1: Elza Gonzalez is in it. Forrest Whitaker. Toby Maguire. I mean, this is, it's crazy. Marion the
0: Cotillard.
1: They've got on this friggin' Wait, show. Wait, is Edward Norton? Yeah,
0: he is. Meryl Streep.
1: Yep. I mean the list is insane. Wow. I know. So I only I only watched one episode last night but it is very heavily obviously about climate change but it's it's a good mix of like character development storytelling obviously you've got like that futuristic fantasy vibe Mm -hmm. you've got the the world's ending you know dystopian future vibe it's just a mix of like kind of all the things I love yeah topped off with that phenomenal cast so I'm excited about the show episode one was good but it usually takes me a couple episodes to really get into these shows where I you know where you are really they're developing all these characters so much in the first episode so um I don't know. I'm excited about it. Once I get a few more episodes in, I'll let you guys know more. But this, surely this is good. I mean, this has to be good.
0: That's this was an expensive show to make. Too big to right? fail.
1: Too big to fail. What's this invasion show? Is this old? I don't know. Did you watch this?
0: Earth is visited by an alien species that threatens humanity's existence. Events unfold in real time through the eyes of five ordinary people across the globe. They struggle to make sense of the chaos unraveling around them invasion Mm -hmm. on apple tv i've not watched that but i do want to watch that
1: right looks kind of good yeah um the other show that's on my radar to start is called the night agent it's on netflix have you seen this no been on my tiktok algorithm people talking about it but uh, i watched the preview last night and it does look good i love that it's a series you know i love movies and all but I, i always want more when it's just an hour-and-a-half
0: movie, so... Low-level FBI agent Peter Sutherland works in the basement of the White House manning a phone that never rings until the night it does, propelling him into a conspiracy that leads all the way to the Oval Office. The night agent, only on Netflix.
1: It starts with, like, this guy picks up the phone, obviously, the phone that never rings, picks up the phone, and this girl... He answers and it's this girl who's like in a state of panic and she's saying that... There's like two people in a house down the street from her and something's happened to them and whatnot. I'm guessing those two people are the FBI agents. And he answers the phone. She's supposed to know all these code words and shit, you know, for him to do anything about it. She doesn't know any of it. But for some reason, he takes the risk by like calling who he needs to call to like go to them and and help them out or whatnot. So the trailer's great. It seems very good. You know, we we love a White House drama. We love an FBI, you know, thriller. We love all these things. So I'm hopeful that this is... Is good all also, right this guy's kind of hot so you know we love some eye candy
0: yeah all right uh, we do gotta fuck you very much and right, let's, this let's is coming it. at the perfect time right before i go to the oh. masters this is from brooke stanley subject line fuck you very much more golf talk exclamation oh, points yeah. really five stars thanks for that love the show since day one listen to every episode but brandy there are female golfers i oh. love wells's golf content Please continue the golf tent as much as you want, Wells. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Brooke Stanley. Brooke, I have to side with Brandy on this one. I think you you and I are in the minority here, but um, I appreciate that. Yeah, but if you want to uh, tell us something that you hate about us or love about us, uh, go comment on the Apple reviews. Give us five stars, and then, uh, and then we'll read it on the air. You want to hear some voicemails?
1: Sure. We got a couple? I think
0: we do. By the way, this is episode 250.
1: It is? Yeah. Holy shit. We've been doing that for a long time.
0: Way long. too long. And if you think about it, we were like a bi-monthly podcast at first. so Is that insane? Because if you just think about it, like, okay, so that means we've been doing this. If we do 50 episodes a year, that means that that's five years. Oof. Right? But the first, yeah. like, year or two, we were not doing an episode a week. Right. So we've been doing this a lot longer than five years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe the Y of are stuck with us. That makes me so happy.
0: I know. Tell your friends, guys. This is called HG Prequel. All right? I don't know what that means, but...
1: Hi,
2: welcome, Brandy. Love the pod. I've been a listener since day one. Thanks. Still here for some reason.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But, um, well, I heard you walk, um, talking about how you're watching the Hunger Games, and I've also been watching it this week. I so love that for us. But you may have already talked about this. Um, there was a prequel to The Hunger Games called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Yep, and they're actually making a movie of it this year. So it's going to come out. It's about when President Snow is a teenager, and it's pretty good. So give that a read. Bye. Uh,
0: yes, I did know that. I read that book, and I think I actually talked about it on the podcast. And mm-hmm, so yes, I remember I'm, that. Yeah, and so I'm very excited for that. Cornelius Snow mentors and develops feelings for the female District 12 tribute during the 10th Hunger Games. The Hunger Games, the ballad of Songbirds and snakes. Viola Davis is in it. Peter Dinklage is in it. Jason Schwartzman is in it. Wow. Uh, Bern Gorman. And then like a lot of kid actors, obviously, that I do not know. Rachel Ziegler. Oh, and uh, Hunter Schaefer. She's in Euphoria.
1: Oh. When's it coming out? Do we know?
0: November 17th.
1: Okay. Got a little, little bit.
0: We got a while. We got uh, a couple more callers. Let's see what this one says.
2: Wow, that was an intense um, voicemail thing. Hi, my name is Elise. I'm from Florida. Hey, I was just calling in to give a movie recommendation. Okay. Um, it is called 65, and it has Adam Driver in it and dinosaurs. It's kind of all you need to know other than the fact that it's super suspenseful And just all around, really fun, edge of your seat, the whole movie pretty much. So, yeah. Other than that, I love you guys. You're my favorite thing. Uh, I've been listening since day one. So, love you. Bye.
0: An astronaut crash lands on a mysterious planet, only to discover he's not alone. 65. It looks like Adam Driver crash lands on Earth 65 million years ago because there's dinosaurs. Ah. So, that's exciting.
1: Where do you watch this?
0: In theaters. Ah. You got to go do that.
1: No. Yeah.
0: And last one.
1: I don't know if this is going to be here by the time
2: that the next podcast comes because everybody hates the voicemail so much, but I like them because I get a bunch of recommendations. So I have a book recommendation for you, a movie, and a uh, music re- recommendation. Okay. A book recommendation yep. is The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. So, so good. It is a historical fiction um, all about, like, during World War II. Amazing, amazing book. It's really long, though, but so good. Um, movie recommendation, it's old. Well, older. Um, the Woman King, oh, my gosh. Viola Davis is just ridiculous in it. So good. Um, one of the best movies I've seen in a really long time. And then my music recommendation, i got to give it to Miley's New album. I'm a huge Miley fan, I have been for, you know, a long time, since the Hannah Montana days, but I feel like as we she's grown up, I've kind of grown up alongside her, and this album is wonderful, my favorite song right now is You. All right, love you guys, bye! All
0: right, The Nightingale is the story of two sisters caught up in occupied France during the Second World War. Both have remarkable stories to tell. The Nightingale, that sounds pretty great.
1: I've seen that book
0: Yeah, they're on make, shelves a bunch. They're making it into a movie as well. Ah. And then uh, she also liked the movie The Woman King with Viola Davis, which Ooh. I do need to watch that. A historical epic inspired by true events that took place in the kingdom of Dahomey, one of the most powerful states of Africa in the 18th and 19th centuries. The Woman King. I didn't know about that, that it was true. That's pretty cool. Me either.
1: Sounds really
0: good. That's all I got. You got some musics.
1: Does Jason Isbell have a new song out?
0: I don't know, but Jason Isbell has um, a documentary coming out. Oh. It's going to be on HBO. I cannot wait for it.
1: That sounds amazing. Yeah. He's going to drop a record in June. Yeah. He put out, is it two new songs? Middle of the Morning is on my release radar if we want to give that a play.
0: Okay. Yes, I've tried to be grateful for my devils. Called by their names, but I'm tired by the middle of the morning I need someone to blame. That sounds good. Yeah, I cannot wait for his new documentary.
1: Where is that coming out on? Do you know?
0: I think it's on HBO Max. It's called Jason Isbell, Running With Her Eyes Closed. Amazing. So, like I said, we went to go see Raylan Baxter at Pioneer Town, And he's got a new record out, If I Were a Butterfly, is the name of the record. That song is Sarah's, I think, favorite one. That's the first song on the record. But mine, I think, is the song Billy Goat, which is number two on the record. So... Uh, We can go out on that. What do you got coming up?
1: Coming out to L.A. sometime this month. Haven't really decided when yet, but I'll be there soon-ish. Cool. That's kind of all I got, really. Really? Yeah. No
0: horse showsings?
1: No, Stargirl's still rehabbing from her injury, so I Ah. think it'll be fall before she's back in the competition game. Okay. Um, Oh, I did, you know, I played in New York last week. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Great show. Super cool club. Played at a spot called Somewhere Nowhere in Chelsea. I think they're going to bring me back a few more times this year. So hopefully I'll have the the deets on that for you guys. If you're in New York City or the surrounding area. Going to be a lot of chances to come out and have a dance party with me this year. And highly recommend. The club was great. Super fun. Super lit. Great times all around. So more info to come.
0: Yeah. All right. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to uh, Augusta. Uh, this weekend, so if you are at the Masters and you see Sarah and I uh, stumbling around um, Augusta National, uh, come say hi, I guess. And what's going to be great about that is that there's no phones allowed in Augusta, so no one's going to be like selfie, selfie, selfie. There's going to be like, hey, what do what's mean up? There's no phones allowed. Can't bring, can't bring a phone in there.
1: Into what, like the golf tournament? The go- oh, the golf tournament. Okay.
0: okay yeah so it'll be nice that we'll get to just talk to people because usually people just want a selfie and they leave you know and you're like yeah. I didn't get to I didn't get to know you you know alright mm-hmm. right. tears? Right, um, if you want to call in and leave something for us 858-630-1856 I think that's everything we got tell the fam I say what's up will um, do we'll see you guys later alright tears? we love you love y'all see you later I'm, up, I'm it over the new for you
2: Natalie Barbu, host of the Real Real Podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to the real real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat.